Not every business should blog. It just doesn't make sense. Blogging well is a huge investment in time. And while for a lot of businesses, it's a critical focal point for their audience and community, other businesses should not waste their time because their clients and communities aren't reading blogs at all. I'm looking at you, hilariously poorly aligned corporate blogs. If you make your sales and connections by other means, brick and mortar, exclusively one-to-one selling, all referrals all the time, then blogging is probably an investment you don't need to make. So if that's your company or clients, sorry, this episode's not for you. But if you think I'm wrong and everyone and their little sister should be blogging, find us on Facebook and let me know. Or if you're like my friend, Paul Sutton, you can private message me to say, let's see, how did he say it? Oh yeah, he said, dear Mrs. Dietrich, with the greatest respect, I disagree with you. (laughs) Then Mrs. Dietrich, notwithstanding, that is my husband's grandmother's name, he had a point. So don't be afraid to debate me. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I am glad you're here, and I'm glad you've shared the show with at least three of your best friends. I'm also glad I'm very subtle. Before the break, I touched briefly on who does not really need to be blogging. And now that it's just us frequent writers, let's talk about how to do it better faster and with more effectiveness. I've been blogging for a long, long time. Our philosophy at Spin Sucks has always been to create content that helps change the perception of the PR industry. And over time, that has evolved to include helping industry professionals stay ahead of trends and become better communicators. When we started blogging, it was for the sheer purpose of trying to figure out what this blogging thing was and if it made sense for us to offer it as a tactic to our clients. We never expected in a million years that it would take off and that it would do as well as it had, that it would afford us speaking engagements and books and lots and lots of business and a phenomenal community. That wasn't even in the dashboard at all. Nothing there. Literally no strategic reason other than to figure out if it was a tactic that we could sell to clients. (laughs) Of course, that's not the reason that we're blogging today. Today, we're blogging because of all of the benefits that we do have and because it has crafted an ability for us to actually start to work on changing the perception of the PR industry. We know we can do it together versus by ourselves. So that's what we're working on. And that's the vision of the blog, why we continue to do that. As my reasons for blogging have changed, the style and methods have evolved too. After thousands of articles, thousands of articles, we have a system and it works and it's fast. And I'm going to tell you all about it. It starts with research. Not research such as choosing a topic and learning about it for ages, then writing a summary. More like research into what's going on in the industry. What's new? What's exciting? What do we have opinions on? What are people wondering about? What are we thinking about? What has people worried? What mistakes are they making? What's fun? I do this research by reading. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of reading. Throughout the day, I save articles to Pocket and to Feedly. And every night before I read for fun, my fiction, I read about 10 of those articles. Yes, every day. This is unbelievable for generating new ideas for content. 
If someone makes a statement, we can explore it. If something interesting happens in the industry, we can teach people what it means for them. If someone has already done something fantastic, we can celebrate it. The side effect is that it helps us fulfill our own mandate, knowing enough about the industry and how it's changing to be able to convey that to our own audience of PR professionals. Win, 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 and win. And I have to deal with a lot less pesky free time. (laughs) Once you have ideas, it's time to write. Me, I'm a daily writer, although other people work it into their schedule in different ways. Some people like to batch write a week, and I wish I could do that because that's amazing, or even months worth of content at a time. I just don't find that manageable, so I write every morning at the crack of dawn. The first draft is always just getting the thoughts out, writing quick and dirty to edit and optimize later. To save more time, I actually do write directly into WordPress, a controversial choice that, while obviously superior to all other methods, causes a lot of debate in our community and inside our office. I'm looking at you, Mike Connell. If you like having to reformat every sentence by hand, go ahead and write anywhere you want to. That's all I'm going to say about that. After you have a draft is when you start to optimize. This is where you edit, proofread, add headings and images, all the stuff that makes something interesting and easy to read. This is also when you make sure your post is well suited for robots as well as the humans. You choose your keyword your two headlines, yes, two, one for people to be intrigued by and one for the search engines to understand. There's a lot that goes into that and we'll link to some resources in the show notes, but the important takeaway is that it's easiest to write for humans first, then come up with a headline, then come up with your keywords, and then do the SEO, the search engine optimization last. Once you've written, researched, and optimized, the real work begins. You have to get your content out in front of people and you have to connect with the people it gets out to. We talked about commenting in episode seven, which you should go listen to if you haven't yet. And as the writer, it's important that you're there talking to the people who have taken the time to respond to you. The same goes on social media. It's tempting to outsource this, but doing it personally when it's possible is one of the best ways to connect with an audience that your clients are coming from. I try to respond to every comment and I'm active on the different social platforms that we use. When I'm not, the members of my team who the community also knows are right there building real relationships. If you can't do your own personal social engagement, make sure there is one specific person at the company who can. That's the only way the relationships can grow naturally and organically. Okay. So that's how I do it. You might do it differently. You might not write in WordPress and that's cool. There are a lot of strategies and I would love to hear yours. You can find us on Facebook and share them with us. Before signing off, I want to share some of the benefits you and your company are going to see from blogging. I've talked about the benefits Spin Sucks has seen at length on the blog and elsewhere. So here's what some other experts have to say, including the aforementioned Paul Sutton. I'm Shanali Burke and you can find me at shanaliburke.com which also houses my blog, Waxing Unlyrical. The key benefit that I have found when it comes to blogging is that when you are consistent about it, when you let yourself really explore your voice through the content that you create, you establish authority in your space, in the domain that you are trying to establish yourself in, or maybe You might already be established offline, but you find that you need to establish yourself online as well, which is critical in this day and age. 
you can do that through blogging. And it doesn't just mean long form writing. You can blog by speaking like I'm doing right now through podcasting. You can vlog. You can do all sorts of things as microblogging, which is still around. There's many, many different ways of producing your own original content and sharing it online. But when you do that consistently, you grow awareness, you grow community, you establish your position and your voice, and you grow authority. Hi, it's uh, Danny Brown from dannybrown.me. And here we've just a quick few thoughts on the benefits of blogging. And it really comes down to what you're looking to do. You know, is it personal, business, etc.? But I mean, you know, from a business point of view, for example, obviously you can share your knowledge, your expertise, and the content and the blogging content that you provide for potential customers and buyers and, and even employees, etc., you know, show that you're a, a business worth doing business with or worth working for. If you're, you know, using it from a personal point of view, maybe you just want to, you know, refine your writing skills and, you know, hone your craft if you want to write a book, for example, or you're looking to, you know, write a mini series or something, or even an ebook, but just practicing your writing skills and really using a blog that you don't need to publish to anybody. You can just leave it in draft and, you know, just get sit down and, and write and enjoy the fact of writing to discover, you know, how words connect with each other, how it flows, how it comes together to tell a story, etc. You can also, you know, it helps you build a professional network or even just a network of people. I know Ginny over on the Spin Sucks blog, she always talks about the Spin Sucks crazies being one of the best communities on the web. I'm not going to, you know, say you hear a name <laughs> to, to that, Ginny, but um, you can see that she's built a passionate community around the, the blog. So, you know, you can get people that a, share their thoughts with you and help you become a more knowledgeable person, but also come to your defense if someone is ripping into you. And I've seen that happen before on Ginny's blog. I've certainly seen it happen on my own blog and, and elsewhere when a community is built around it. And also, a blog is a great way for you to share a passion project, you know, that might be completely different from your work stuff or your, your own personal stuff that you share on your own blog. I started the Craft Beer Diaries for that exact reason last year, I think it was. And there's now eight or nine of us that, you know, from across the North America and some in the UK, where we essentially just share our love of craft beer with people that we hope to either educate about why craft's better than corporate beer or just really how beer pairs with certain foods, etc. So there's a great bunch of things that you can do. And if you spend a lot more time talking about it, but Ginny's kept us to a two-minute little snippet because that's what Ginny does. So I will have to say stop here and hopefully that's helped you a little bit. If not, blame Ginny, okay? And hope to see you over at dannybrown.me sometime and feel free to leave a comment on one of the posts there. Take care, guys. Bye. I'm Paul Sutton from paulsutton.co and I can honestly say that I wouldn't be where I am now professionally if it wasn't for blogging. I started blogging about 10 years ago now and since I've done that it's just opened up so many opportunities for me. What it did to start with was to give me a voice and that enabled me to really create a community around myself on the internet. And as a result of that, I have been invited to do lots of things like speaking, lots of interviews. I was on BBC television earlier this year talking about the Cambridge Analytica Facebook scandal. And that's all come about really because of the blog. It's because the blog firstly has enabled me to create a profile for myself, but it's also helped with things like search engine optimization. So I have a pretty high search ranking now for certain terms in the UK. And that is because 
I have blogged regularly for the best part of 10 years, adding consistent and hopefully high quality content. And that's all really reflected in the business that I offer now. I set up my own business, my own consultancy three and a half years ago. And the work I've had through that has been because of blogging. The success I've had is a lot to do with the blogging because that community I talked about, that enabled me to reach out to people, create relationships. And then when I went out on my own, they came to me asking for help. And I would say I got the first couple of years work largely through the fact that I had been blogging and tweeting regularly for 10 years. Now I run a conference in the UK. I run a lot of workshops around the country. I run now a podcast called Digital Download, which you should all go and check out. And that's all due to the way I have been able to test ideas through blogging. I can write my thoughts and test what I think about certain issues and develop my thinking. And all of those things I'm doing now have come around as a result of blogging. I cannot stress strongly enough, if anyone's thinking of starting a blog, just do it. Don't delay it. You will learn so much as you go, but it's so worth it. All excited about the way blogging is going to skyrocket your client's business or your own organization? Hang on a bit. There are some things that blogging won't do. Blogging is one tool out of many that you're going to use to communicate. It's part of your owned content in the Peso model. But unless it's part of a larger strategy that involves conversions, sales, engagement, and other methods of getting your brand out there, it's just going to be a time suck. Make sure that every piece of content has a reason, a real reason for existing other than you needed to hit a publication deadline. A blog is not PR communication strategy. It's just a part of one. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk more about the Peso model and developing a content strategy that will help you reach your goals. I'll catch you next time. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 